The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. We are back for 2024. Finally, it's myself, Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. This is episode, I think it's 69. Is it 69? I think it might be 69. Is it 69? I think it is, yeah. I'm just looking just now, actually. Yeah, so the last one was episode 68, so that would make this 69. Because 68 plus 1 is... 69. 69. Can I just say, first of all, Happy New Year to you, my friends. Happy New Year, you and Cameron. Happy New Year to all our listeners as well, yeah. all our viewers as well mm-hmm. on YouTube. And also to producer John, who works behind the scenes here on the podcast. Thank you to you, my friend, for all you did in 2023. Yep. Let's hope we have a successful 2024, and it is nice to be back. There's so much to talk about that we won't bother ourselves with some of the pish that's been going on. Yeah. Because I'm bored of it. I'm bored as well. But we may address some of the issues that we've missed in the last couple of weeks. But did you have a nice Christmas and New Year? Great Christmas, great New Year. I was working quite a lot. Um, so I was doing a lot of cover shifts on the actual radio. So. I think that this is the final year for me eating turkey for Christmas. That's Do you it think done. so? Yeah, I had enough. Don't, I, I don't like it. Well, we had start sub sell. And remember, it was turkey, roast potatoes and pigs and blankets. So we'll get to the results mm-hmm. of that a wee bit later on, actually. And I, I think people might be siding with you, is what I might say. Also, if you take your mind back to before Christmas, it was our final episode before we went off, and you and Cameron did his happy dance. I did a happy dance. A very happy dance I did, because um, Hearts beat Celtic by two goals to nil. Mm-hmm. It was lots, a great of, result. lots of feedback on it as well, and as ever, you can get your feedback in on YouTube. Just leave a comment uh, below the video, or you can tweet us at BigFootballScott as well, and we'll read out the best of it next week as well. Any comments, good or bad, we like them on the podcast. Tens of thousands of people watch my happy dance, and it put a smile on the faces of so many people mm. that I'm thinking it might be a regular feature on the podcast my happy dance so anytime there's a positive result or a positive story involving the national team or my team hearts then i'm going to do a wee happy dance do we have to commit to that or i tell you what i mean i know it's it's a wee well back now but we beat hibs by a goal to know with a lauren shanklin absolute cracker of a finish in the 93rd minute it's a, the, the moment's lost i think i don't that. i don't know if it is can, I, th- I, think, I think the moment has lost producer john can you get me the um the, the heart song mate is, oh, is, no. is that there by any chance and I can do we happy dance for Lauren Shanklin the goal that he scored I can do that do you want to do the happy dance yeah please mate right oh, okay no. go on. here we go three two one <laughs> I mean how could you not see that coming Ewan I, how could you I'm not see that coming Ewan, that right? was a joke from 2023 let's get something for 2024 right, get it ready? yeah go three two one happy dance away up in There you go. We happy dance for the victory against Hibernian. Lauren Shanklin, what a player, what a striker. Five million pounds if you want them. We we'll get to that shortly. Only hope that Hearts have a absolutely horrific second half of the season. <laughs> 
personal Jesus TV David Brent vibes from Ewan numerous times in this dancing piece. Uh, Greg what McNiven a get. says Ewan looks like the drunk guy in the corner of a nightclub dancing away by himself. <laughs> um, the GGS48, so many questions. Number one, why does Stone Cold Steve Austin appear on the desk? I don't know what you're talking about. Question number two, why was Jambo Bear not singing Follow Follow? Is he keeping that for Teresa and the family behind closed doors? <laughs> uh, three, who taught Ewan to dance? Shaken Stephen suffering from a stroke. Brilliant though, lads. Love the podcast. <laughs> uh, Richard Allen says the Chippendales must be shitting themselves with those dance moves. Um, hello to Let's Pit Lyrics 9124. Um, okay. Hi, guys. Love the show. Must be one of the few people that enjoys listening to Ewan's rambling pish. Been following his shows over the years and it's what brought me here. You could... You guys should try and get Ruffy on one day for a wee throwback. I mean, did you work with Ruffy at one point? You don't mention that. I worked with Ruffy on the Real Radio Football Four. This is the Real Football Phone-In with you and Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now on 0845 100 2101. <laughs> so this guy is saying the main point he wants to address is not that. It is Eufredo Camarelos unsporting behaviour. Every time he gets pumped in the quiz... He throws the toys out of the pram and leaves. It's piss poor patter. He should be docked a point in next week's quiz if he does this in future. Players in the game would get bans and fines if they walked off the pitch for getting a pumping. I expect better sportsmanship next time if he does get beat. Stick around, say goodbye to everyone and give a one-man guard of honour. <laughs> this guy, I like this guy. Whoever this guy is, I think he's got a point. So you spit the dummy every time I pump you at the quiz right you get your wee bag and then you sort of saunter off and huff and then you're stamping your feet and all the rest of it why can you not just congratulate me and then say goodbye to everyone right who's who's okay. sat and listened to the podcast or uh -huh. watched the podcast all the way through and you don't even have the common decency no. to say cheerio no. at the end why not because it's, 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 I'm, it's pathetic behaviour I'm competitive did I do that I'm competitive like you right? uh, fair enough you've only beaten me like twice or something but like I, I didn't storm off right I'm a competitive individual. I'm a competitive individual. I like to win. I don't like to lose, right? So I'm a bad loser. Tell me any sportsman of any quality, of any level, that likes losing. They don't. Look but at John McEnroe. Look at John McEnroe back in the day. He would smash his rackets up and down. He would scream at the umpire. He would storm off. He sometimes <laughs> would shake the hand of the player across the net. That's what you do. Look at look at look at Jurgen Klopp. Look at Pep Guardiola. Look at your your yeah, Jose Mourinho. Do, do you think you should have a wee bit more nah. class, Ian? No, nah. no. Nah. Who who was that? That was uh, it's either lit spit lyrics or lit's Pit lyrics. Well, whoever it is, talking a load of pish, clearly uh, doesn't mind losing. A great guy. No, absolute pish. Well, no, I, I am a competitive individual. And another reason why I get pissed off and angry is because I get stitched up week in, week out when you it comes to the up. quiz. I do get you stitched get, up. You do and not get stitched up. watch it today, watch it today, I'll be all the pish about League One and League Two. And all I keep saying to producer John is this. Football isn't just in Scotland. Football is a worldwide game. We, Let's open our horizons we week in and week out. We've and only you done lost. it once. We've only done it once. And yeah, you lost and you stormed out again. Exactly. Right. Let's just mix it up from here on in for 2024. Uh, do you know what, Ewan? I actually have. Good. I, I've written a couple Good. of questions out with of Scottish football. This Good. Is just for you. Good. A new year. Good. Good. I'm happy. Good. Right. Because Good. I'm happy. Th this is the start of, uh, uh, of my comeback 
for the, the, right, the, the big quiz at the end of the podcast. Right, so lots more comments about Ewan's dancing uh, in the last episode. I'm sure we'll get them again after that horrific display just there. No, it so, was good. Uh, on YouTube, leave your comments there and we'll read out uh, the best of next week. It doesn't need to be about Ewan's dancing. It can be about anything we say in the show. Yeah, so before we get to the football and the transfer speculation, etc., 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 there's a lot going on today with the podcast. Um, can I recommend a movie? Is this your movie recommendations back again? Yeah, thanks, Producer John. So before I get to my movie recommendation, which is a brilliant recommendation, and you'll really want to see this movie, um, I advise Stephen at the weekend to watch the movie Saltburn. Mm -hmm. You watched it with your wife, Anna, and your thoughts? Mental. Yes. Some of the scenes were graphically disgusting the bath scene the bath scene yeah the the bit where he's outside and the vampire bit and the then, graveyard and then and the grave at the end as yeah. well which I, which I later read was improvised it that, was improvised that wasn't in the script no so um, anyway if anyone's not seen it I won't go into further details I thought it was decent would you recommend it just about yeah I, I, the, the reason that I recommend it is because you need to see it to believe it it's not the best movie you'll ever watch, but there are some moments in the film that kind of gets you going, oh I my thought, God. Like a lot of films nowadays, I think they're either, they either go on for too long or they're a bit rushed. Like there's kind of like a no in between almost. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was a bit rushed at the end. I also watched Barnaby at the weekend. I've not seen that yet. Um, I thought the first sort of half hour was really good. And then I was just a bit like... Lost its way. Story's a bit shite now, isn't it? Mm. Um, and then... There's a really funny bit right at the end. But, like, uh, apart from that, I was, like... I went to see Oppenheimer, and I thought Oppenheimer was amazing. And that's why it's winning all the Golden Globes and all the rest of the day. So, Okay, so... Um, What's your so, film recommendation? So, my film recommendation is this. Now, it is part two of a three-movie trilogy. So, you need to watch the first one? No, well, you, well yeah, I would watch the first one, because... Right, so you're recommending two films? So, the, the second movie of the trilogy is entitled Pearl... And I'm not going to say much more than as that. As in Pearl. As P- in Harbour? No, as in a woman's name. As Ah, yeah, as in Pearl, Pearl Harbour. Pearl, as in the name, the woman's Necklace. name is Pearl. It's yeah. Pearl, P-E-A-R-L. And playing the part of Pearl is this amazing actress called Mia Goth. She's outstanding and she's like a massive name for the future. She's going to be huge. In the, Mia Goth. Mia Goth, right. So the movie's Pearl, so highly recommend to so see that. So is it about, is it a Pearl heist? It's a, it's a horror movie. So they're stealing a Pearl necklace, is that what it is? There's lots of blood, gore, scary moments in it, uh, lots of um, um, horror, horror, right? So it's a horror movie. So that's the second movie of the trilogy. So what I would recommend is Pearl, but before that, go and watch the movie X. Now the movie X is a 70s, porn movie um, with crocodiles so that's got pearl necklaces in it as well (laughs) (laughs) so um, if you're into 70s porn if you're into pearl necklaces if you're into into 70s porn crocodiles and serial killer pensioners right then X is it X now as in just the letter X, X. X isn't a 70s porn movie. It's based around the story of a 70s porn movie. So right. this, this movie director takes all these young people to a farm and um, he rents out a house on a farm in the 1970s. Right. And who owns the big farmhouse are two old pensioners who are in their 70s. Pearl is the granny. Pearl's the granny, Pearl, right. Pearl's right, the granny. Okay, right. And so they rent out this house, which Did, is on the farm. How old's, how old's the granny? Very old. So... Very old, 
right. and she's a serial killer. So, so they rent right. this this house out on their farmyard, right? And uh, they decide that they're, they're going to be filming scenes for a seventies porn movie, and so Granny and Granddad are no happy about this, right? And they're watching them making this adult content in their house that they've rented to them. Yep. And they're not happy about it. And that's all I'm going to say. So okay. the first movie is set this, in the 1970s. And, and, and Pearl, Pearl's a follow-on from the first one. So what Pearl is, it tells you the story of how the granny ended up being a serial killer. And now Pearl's the second one. Pearl's the second one. So it goes right. back. So it's a prequel to X. So watch X. It's a prequel? It's a prequel. Pearl's a prequel. Right, okay. Because X is about Pearl, the granny, who's in her 70s and still killing people. But how did she become a serial killer? Why did she become a serial the, killer? The origin story of Pearl. The origin story yeah. of Pearl. So then you go back to the 1940s to get the origin story of why Pearl's a serial killer. I cannot recommend both these movies enough. So it's X and then Pearl. And then later this year, it's the third in the trilogy entitled Maxine, which is about the woman who survives X. Right. So thanks for giving that away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, let's do our chart rundown then, shall we? Lots to get through over the next wee while. Um, I had to go back and look at what we're doing. You want to count me in, you and Cameron? Oh, you yeah, know? here we go. Chart countdown. I've uh, got the Paul Hardcastle, Top of the Pops theme tune here. Come on. And Stephen... Go! We'll start in the UK, 33rd in the charts. Quite good. I'm quite happy with that. Anything We've been off the... for two weeks. Exactly, yeah. In New Zealand, we are at number 58. Belgium, uh, 112. So, need a wee bit of work there. However, listen to this. We are the fifth biggest football podcast in Turkey. Like, We've climbed that chart. Like, we're doing so well in Turkey. It's unbelievable. So, fifth biggest football podcast in Turkey... Turkey is a football mad nation. Do you know why that is? Ryan Kent. Do you think Ryan Kent's listening in just constantly and telling and all his mates? he's told all his pals. Yeah. In the team. Yeah. Are there any other Scottish players in Turkey at the moment? I'm not entirely sure. But I know Ryan Kent's not Scottish, but you know what I mean. Playing he went from Rangers to Turkey. So yeah, I think it's down to Ryan Kent. So I don't... I, I went on holiday via... Like, I went to Turkey recently. And we M talked about that on the show. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. So basically, there's just loads of Turkish people listening to our podcast. Hello to all our Turkish people in Ankara and Istanbul. Uh, Can you name a third place? Bodrum. Well done. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. Um, where else have we got? Uh, Ferenc Varos. Uh, no, that's Hungary. Um, oh, yeah. Marmaris. <laughs> um, and now I've, I think I've ran out of... Where else is there? I think I've ran out of other Turkish places. But anyway, wherever you are in Turkey, uh, thank you very much. There's a lot of people living in Turkey as well. Turkey's got a huge population. I've been going to, uh, it's not like 85 million people oh, live in Turkey. I've, I go to a Turkish barbers that I've been using for nearly 14 years. Maybe they've been telling all their mates. Back that's home. what I'm just thinking. Yeah. Because I know they, I, they actually listen to the podcast. I went to a Turkish barbers recently and it was called Turkish Hairways. <laughs> that's good that is quite good isn't it anyway thank you to all our Turkish listeners uh, Hong Kong we're 57th the UAE now obviously we've got connections there yeah. Abu Dhabi Dubai and all the rest of it we are the 10th biggest podcast that's unreal 
That's in amazing. the UAE in terms of football. Which again, like you know, they they love the Premier League. Yeah, they love the Premier League. But yeah. we are up there with the big boys. That's biggest podcast in the UAE. And as ever, the trusty, the faithful, the Cayman Islands. We are top ten there as well. Tenth position. Thank you very much to all our listeners in the Cayman Islands. We will in, uh, be in touch in the not too distant future about an offshore bank account. Right. Okay. Uh, so we missed a few things uh, when we we're off, as we as we mentioned. Um, you've already spoken. Uh, spoken about Hearts beating Hibs, obviously, in the Edinburgh Derby. Um, Rangers, uh, I, th- I think, was it something to do with a penalty or a handball? Handball. Handball. Or something a, happened. An offside? Can I, can, all all I'm like going to say on the old firm game, right, is this. Yeah. Willie Collin being did, asked to be removed from officiating their games. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say about the old firm game, because it's been done to death, and I'm kind of bored of it now, what I will say is this. Rangers had a point, and I was with them all the way, up until... They said, we don't want Willie Collum refereeing our games. You can't dictate who referees your games. That's when they lost me. They went too far. They had the SFA against the ropes. And then they go and do something stupid like that. I think they got a wee bit excited and said something really daft. And I think they'll regret it today. On the old firm game, I don't think there was much in it. And I think that Celtic, and even though they're happy with the result, and the fans are happy with the result, if you're looking at it and you're looking at the bigger picture, how they've allowed Rangers to get that close to them is a scandal. Is a scandal. Celtic should be light years ahead of the Rangers and they're not. And this title is going to the wire. Okay, okay. Um, in terms of the refereeing stuff, uh, you know, I think that teams get decisions given against them all the time that they don't agree with. Look at the weekend, the yeah. Dun- Dundee United decision. Um, could have gone either way. Dundee United are obviously raging about it. Yeah, they're not writing to the SFA, and even further down, I don't know if you've seen this Elgin versus Stranraer. Did you see this clip going around? At the yes, weekend? I did. I did the penalty. So the, the, basically, the striker kicks the Stranraer goalkeeper in the head and gets a penalty for it. <laughs> like so, obviously, I get you know there's, there's levels to these things but in I'd terms also... of the matches, but like uh, if you just spat the dummy every single time a refereeing decision went against you and I'm not dra- dragging up old ground it was never going to be a penalty because it was, eventually it wasn't it but wasn't, I think but Rangers had a point to begin with and I was with them and I think the vast majority of football fans right. were with them until they did the thing about Willie Collum not to referee the game so let's look, moving on from that yeah. can I also just then also remind you that the SFA themselves in the past have asked UEFA for clarification on decisions mm-hmm. which happened when we played Spain that was a joke of a decision. But that's what I'm saying. So it's not like the SFA themselves haven't asked for clarification from a governing body. So it's so that's yeah. what my point is the SFA can moan and groan about Rangers doing Absolutely. what they did. The SFA themselves have also in the past asked for clarification. Well, and rightly so. And I think any club or any national team uh, should have the right to ask for clarification on certain incidents. It's when you take it too far, and I think Rangers took it too far. I mean, I think they did get clarification. They got a meeting with the SFA. So if that's not getting clarification, then I don't know what is. So Yeah, you know. no, I listen. Yeah. listen so. Anyway, to keep all the Rangers fans happy, we will be releasing the audio of this uh, episode a little bit later on today. So uh, make sure you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your usual places. <laughs> um, in terms, just quickly on the Premiership, uh, obviously it's the winter break just now. Everyone is off. Are we sunning themselves? Which... Premiership manager did I drive past this morning? Ewan Cameron. A Premier League manager who's not on holiday anywhere? Yep. Premiership manager. I pulled up beside this manager. I'm going and to I say... Went, oh, there's... Oh. 
I'm going to say because um, they 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 train nearby us. I'm going to say it's um, um, St Mirren manager Robinson. Is the incorrect answer? Um, was it Clement? Is the incorrect answer? Was it Rogers? Is the incorrect answer? Kettlewell is the incorrect answer. Who else is in this area? I mean, they might not be from this area because we're in Clyde Bank. Who else could it be? And I don't live in Clyde Bank. Oh, you don't. You drove from Edinburgh, didn't you? <laughs> well. So did you did you spot this person before you got to Glasgow? Yes. Naismith? Is the incorrect answer. Montgomery? Is the incorrect answer. Martindale? Is the correct answer. You yeah. drove past Martindale? Yeah, we were on the M8. Together? I was, and I was overtaking him. And, right. and you know that way sometimes when you look... Just to see who you're overtaking. He uh -huh. wasn't doing anything. Like, he was driving perfectly normally. I was uh -huh. just overtaking him. And then I looked. And then he looked like that. And I went, oh, that's David Martindale. And, and then he, he, went, go, he went and, off at Livingston. And he goes, I recognise that fud from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so, um, hello, David, if you're listening. He, he does follow us. He does, yeah. He, he does, does follow, follow us. us so, and yeah. I think he does listen to the podcast because I think he's putting together... Uh, a dossier. A dossier of the shit that I say about Livingston, yeah, but exactly. all of it's true. Well, he was, he was driving perfectly fine this morning. Okay. Morning, guess, David. You know that wee bit on the back where you say, am I driving well today? Yeah. I might. He didn't have one of those, <laughs> but if he did, I would phone it and say, yep. You, you ever did phoned, well. You ever phoned one of them? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> have you? No, of course I'm not. Who phones those things? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to phone it just to see who answers. <laughs> totally. And what the question is. And I would say like, hello, is this the driving well hotline? <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might just. Out of I'm behind Davey. He's doing really well. <laughs> Thanks for the update. Thanks for the update. I thank you very much. Cheers. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's drop down at the championship because that continues. And Wraith Rovers suffered defeat for only the second time this season, and it was to Airdrie at Airdrie. So that's the second time this season they have gone to Airdrie and lost by the odd goal. So Nikolai Todorov uh, grabbing the winner for Airdrie. But it didn't matter because Dundee United couldn't capitalise because they lost at home to Morton at the weekend and it was George Oakley with the hat-trick for Morton, the third one. An absolute screamer as well. Uh, I did mention the penalty that I thought Dundee United should have had um, that would have made it 3-2 to them. Um, so they are obviously a wee bit raging about that. But they slipped up again. It remains like this. Dundee United three points behind Wraith Rovers with a game in hand. Also, I don't think we need to talk about anything else in the Championship because it was grim. So um, before we go any further, yeah, a Dundee United fan messaged me on Twitter at the weekend mm -hmm. and I replied to him, but I just want to call him out. MTFS, Michael Lob. Michael Lob. Michael. Michael As in Lob. like a, a lob shop. Michael Ob or Lob. Anyway, whatever it is. And he says, um, because I was in a debate with somebody about an incident in the Dundee United morning the, game. I believe it was the penalty. Yeah. yeah, so we're in a debate about that. And this Michael Oblob, whatever, um, says, Ewan Cameron has had an axe to grind with Dundee United for many years. It's fruitless. <laughs> it's a fruitless task to get him to look at this in any other way because I was critical of... No, I was defending the referee and his decision not to give a penalty. Right. Right. I mean, I just think that's meant. I think it was a penalty. Okay. So. Anyway. But anyway, that's fine. Everyone's got an opinion. What What, what does he mean I've got an axe to grind with Dundee United? You do. I have spent all... No, no, I have spent... You spend a lot of time slagging off Dundee no, United. No, I don't. See, again, you're you're talking pish because if anyone who listens to this show or the Big Saturday Football Show 
will know that I am desperate for Dundee United to get back into the Premier League. I want Dundee United in the Premier League. I want the Dundee Derby. Dundee United for me are a big club. Sounds They're like you've a, got an axe to they've grind. Got, they've got um, a great history, great fan base. You need clubs like Dundee United in the Premiership because it makes the league better. So I have always had that opinion. So what he's talking about is a load of nonsense. I've never had an axe to grind when it comes to Dundee United. Michael Lobble. And do you know why I think he's done that? Why? Because... He's fallen from this, fallen for this nonsense that you and others spin week in and week in, week out, week in, week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm a Rangers man, and because Dundee United fans and Rangers fans have a history, he's automatically assumed that I don't like Dundee United because of the pish that you and producer John and others who listen, listen. to this podcast spin okay. week in and week out about res- me being let, a Rangers let me, fan. Let me respond to that. So that's why he said that. Who's the only person to have sung follow, follow on this podcast? Is yeah, it me or is it you? I lost a bet. I lost a bet and I'm good. Right, no, 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 but I'm, just, just I'm, let's deal with the facts here. Yeah, the facts are have yes. Have I sang follow, follow on this podcast, yes or no? No, you haven't. No, have you sang follow, follow, follow on this podcast, yes or no? Twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah, and I've worn a Rangers jersey. Yeah, I, I mean, you can see the evidence is kind of stacking up here, Ewan. There's yeah, no, but there's, this, no, there's no spin from me. That that was all you. But the Jambo Bear stuff. Hashtag Jambo Bear for every tweet we put out. Hashtag Jambo Bear. Hashtag I explicitly Bear. said people to stop anyway, doing that. So he's lumped me in with Rangers fans I've, because they have an issue with Dundee United, vice versa, and that's why he's having a pop at me. And producer John can back me up here as well. Did I not say earlier on that uh, you shouldn't call him Jambo Bear? I have said that. I've said that numerous times. Yes, you have said it. Thank you. Don't say, whatever you do, don't call him Jambo Bear. I can't be any clearer than that. I needed to address that with the Dundee United fan. With Michael Oblob. So, uh, thank you very much. Keep your tweets coming out to you and uh, we enjoy them. Uh, Michael Oblob, whatever your name is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so elsewhere in the Championship. uh, Inverness back to winning ways, beating near United 3-1. Partick Thistle thumping our both by four goals to nil. There was a game on Friday night. It was absolutely terrible. Dunfermline uh, have about four players left fit and it's all a bit depressing at the moment. It's amazing how quick you go, like, whiz through the Dunfermline result. No, because it's your team. But, you know, it. but when Hearts lose, you'll spend Hearts, half an hour Hearts talking are about a, Hearts. Hearts are a higher profile team than Dunfermline. More people are interested in Hearts than Dunfermline. I fully accept that. Yes. Shut up. Dunfermline are a big football club with a great history, great I, fan base. I, 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 they are, but are they, big club are they as in big the championship. As, are they as big as Hearts? No, they're not, but they're still a big okay, club. Right, that, well, that I'm, I'm lost... giving up. Well, why, why, would I, why would I spend loads of time talking about Dunfermline when people who are listening to this podcast okay. probably aren't interested okay. in it? So, Whereas they're interested in Hearts because A, they're a bigger club, they're in the Premiership, they're higher profile, and it's funny right. when they lose to so look at you. Queen's Park, yeah. right? Pish, bottom yeah. of the league, yeah. beat you 2-1. Yeah. The week before, you lost to your rivals at home at East End Park. Yeah. You've gone from fourth to sixth. Yeah. That's a worry, that's a concern. Oh, Are yeah. questions being asked of the manager? No. You're quite uh, happy with the manager? Yes, uh, and the reason for that is he has had to deal with probably the most horrific injury list in Scottish football. I grant you we, that. We've got about genuinely 10, 11 players. I'm aware of this. Who are out. Okay. Um, and even on Friday night, another two players went off injured on Friday night. But I'll tell you this, you, you could have sent the under-10s to play Queen's Park and they'd have got a result. So what? that was embarrassing what happened on Friday night. I mean, we didn't play well at all and Queen's Park That's deserved to win. But, no, they, uh, but, they, but they're so bad that you still lost to them. But they had to win at some point. Boss. Don't they do. They, have, they like they can't not 
keep they can't not keep winning. I could have turned I could have turned up blindfolded and played in goal and still would have won that game. So I think you're being a wee bit harsh in Queen's Park. They're playing Wraith Rovers on Saturday, so all the best of them. <laughs> um so yeah, Wraith Rovers top of the shop and uh, it's all getting very tight in the championship. So it's our Broughton 17 Queen's Park off the bottom actually after their win. Yes. So shut at you. Uh, right, uh, League One. Falkirk, uh, best run of results since the club's inception. 24 games unbeaten. Producer John, you must be absolutely buzzing off your tits <laughs> that you're <laughs> top of the league but eight points. You've not lost a game. We're into the new year. And, you know, what an achievement to do that against loads of part-time teams. You must be buzzing. Well done, Fairland didn't do it last year, did they, Stephen? But no, well, we did win the league, so that's... Yeah, well, that. well, yeah. I didn't really celebrate it, because, you know... John! I mean, it's a wee bit beneath me. So, I mean, like, you know, so Falkirk, despite the fact they've been in uh, League One for, what is it, half a decade now, um, it looks like you're finally going to win the league this season, we so that's good. See, I'm not saying anything. We're playing Cove on Tuesday night. Paul Hartley will be looking to get it over us. Cove drew with H- Kelly Hearts on Saturday. Chucked away did. a two-goal lead. They certainly did. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, that means we could go 11 points clear of Hamilton, and that puts the pressure back on them, even though they'll have a game in hand against us. John, yeah. when did you um, form as a football club? 1876 years. And this is your best record ever? Yeah. That's unreal. Aye, well well done. Aye, but they're effectively playing amateur teams. Like, you know, teams who don't take it seriously. It doesn't matter. You, you can only be what's in front of you. Oh, John, no, listen, I accept. Uh, there's only four teams, other teams in Europe, that are unbeaten. And uh, that... And, 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 it doesn't matter what the league is. It, it totally does matter. It doesn't. It oh, really doesn't. Right, okay then, right. So if you It's go, a phenomenal record. If you go unbeaten yeah. in the Premier League in England, it's the same as Falkirk going unbeaten in the Premier League. There's levels, mate. There's levels. Which and is the what le- I'm saying. And the level that Falkirk are at, that is a brilliant achievement. Oh, it's great. Hi, well done. No, honestly, genuinely is well done. The sarcasm is oozing out of you. Really? No, John, honestly. I the gel mate is so jealous because his team <laughs> oh, are passionate really? have dropped out the top four. Je- jealous, yeah. I'm so jealous, yeah. I can't right. wait for next season when Falkirk and Dunfermline are in the same league. And Falkirk, who I think financially will be in a far better position, mm. and they've got a better fan base, and they've got a better stadium, I think the Falkirk will do better than Dunfermline next year. Yes, I love that year. Oh, yeah, I'm that's telling good, you right yeah. now, and I can't wait to I mean, be in the podcast. You know what, by, by the way, it's the best three sided stadium that I've ever oh, seen. So. Oh. That deserves a hot take, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in two, Montrose two, uh, as I mentioned, Cove two, Kelty Hearts two, Alloa Athletic three, Edinburgh City one. Uh, by the way, John, you might know a wee bit more, I'm being serious now, uh, a wee bit more about this than me. Edinburgh City, things are not looking good there. I was hearing at the weekend. A winding up order has been served against Edinburgh City? I don't know if that has happened. I certainly know that the under-19s are pretty much getting played. They have went and got a few players on loan from Hibs and Aberdeen. Uh, right. And they're still doing business. So that kind of... You assume if they are still doing business that they will hopefully get to the end of the season. Now, I would suspect if, you know, in, in previous... If there is potential liquidation on the cards for Edinburgh, I suspect the SFA... Uh, maybe the sponsors might step in to get them to the end of the season. Maybe give them the money that they're due at the end of the season early because I think they've done right. that. Previously. Yes, they have done that before. Yeah, because yeah. like it's, it, it's you know I know it's a lot. It's probably a lot of money for Edinburgh City, but it's only something like twenty grand or twenty five grand or something. I think this tax bill is, and it's a VAT bill. So yeah. you know they, those, they, those are the ones you need to pay. They could get the money now and not at the end of the season. Another thing as well, though, that I would probably 
point out, if there was a winding up order, then you'd think that the likes of Hibs and Aberdeen wouldn't be sending their players out yeah. if they thought that yeah, club was yeah, about possibly. to be wound up. Um, in terms, just on a sort of wider point as well, I know we spoke about like Queen's Park last season as well. We got a lot of heat from Queen's Park fans last year when we were saying this is not sustainable. We had and two of the eight fans on the show. We did. Uh, I know that obviously they're having a bit of a difficult time this season. It looks like Callum Davidson's going to take over. But in terms of Edinburgh City, they were kind of the same. Callum they, Davidson's taking over there. That he's in talks, apparently. But, yes, but it's in, better than that. But in terms of Edinburgh City, just very, Leanne Dempster left as well last week. In terms of Edinburgh City, just very quickly, I know the guy who previously was the owner, John, and again, step in and correct me if I'm wrong, did have a bit of money behind him and was chucking a bit of money at Edinburgh City, but it's obviously not sustainable. They're playing at Meadow Bank, which is a terrible, terrible awful, place to watch football. Um, and obviously, he's got bored now. And like we were saying, and I'm not going to say this is happening imminently with Queen's Park because it's clearly not, but this is what happens when you are um, subject to one owner who is using your club as a plaything and just chucking money at it for whatever reason. And then when they get bored, they bugger off and it's all the actual fans, however few there may be, who actually have to deal with it. And it's yet another example of a Scottish football club just being used as a plaything and... You know, I feel sorry for the genuine Edinburgh City fans. I know there probably isn't a lot of them, but that doesn't distract from the fact that they're genuine Edinburgh City supporters and they're having to bail their club out or try and bail their club out and just get to the end of the season. Um, I think the biggest issue for Scottish football right now, there's too many clubs, and I've said that for decades. I've said it for decades. John got an email just saying the same there as well. Yeah, 40 football clubs in Scotland is far too much for a popular... 42. 5.7 million people live in this country. I've said that as and well. And I think 42 clubs is way too much. I think we need an 18-team top division. I genuinely believe that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that we could sustain that. I think there are big clubs who are floating around the championship and in League One right now that would be brilliant for an 18-team top division. I think you have two up, two down. And I think you maybe bring two clubs together to form what you maybe describe as a super club. I've got a great idea. Don't you dare say hearts, hearts and, and hips. Nah, don't shut <laughs> up. Because then they could take on like the big two in Glasgow. Or why, mm-hmm. tell you what, why don't Celtic and Rangers merge and then they could become a big super club and like win the Champions League in that? That'd be amazing. Imagine that. Nah, <laughs> you can say that, I'm no. But I do think that Scottish football as it stands right no, now. No, but... It's, like, it's unsustainable. I, I, we need I, massive change. And the problem is, the big two at the top of Scottish football don't want change. Of course they don't. Because it's, 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 it suits them. So why are they going to change but it? But also, you could also argue that your own budgies of this world don't want change because they also want Rangers Celtic coming to their stadium but a couple the, of times a season. Hearts don't, the TV, don't, hearts don't need Celtic and Rangers no, no, coming to their stadium no, no, to sell it out. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the TV money that comes with it. Yeah, but Rangers Celtic aren't going anywhere. Where are, where are Celtic but and Rangers going? There needs to be some sort of change. Massive change. Is there an Can- argument, is there an argument, right, in Scottish football to have those teams that want to that can support full time football, they go out and then have a separate sort of league for the part time football? I agree with that. Would I I, I think that's a great yeah. There? Yeah, I think there's a huge argument there. Uh I agree with Possibly, you. but just to throw something in here, then you wouldn't get stories like Arbroath nearly winning the league, all these but things. But that would have been poor for Scottish football. But it was Ultimately. A, it was a, but See, the thing is, you need to have but, you need to have a opportunity for teams to progress. Right. Though. I, I you was, can't just shut, shut teams right. out. I was one of those fans. I think I'm probably one of the only so, fans during all of that season where I was like, we don't need Arbroath up in the top division. Arbroath 
It's a great story. I get it. But That's what I'm saying. But, listen, but everyone was looking like some sort of fairy tale. But seeing the cold light of day, realistically, that was just a joke. No, I mean... It, it, it was a joke. No, but the thing is... If it, they'd got promoted, they would never have survived. If, well, they probably wouldn't have. But our, our broth... To say it wasn't a fairy tale, it absolutely was. It was sustainable. Gretna they was did... a fairy tale and the no, numbers was sustainable. No, no but our, our broth ended up having something like 2,000 season ticket holders. They had more season tickets. They sold more season tickets than Wraith Rovers did last season. You know? Off the back of that season. Off, off the back of that season. So, and they, even this season, they've got something like 1,500 season ticket holders. They've managed to build on it. Now, obviously, they're struggling a wee bit now. And they're going to be one of those teams who stays in the championship for a wee while, drops down to League One. I think that's their aim. And and yeah, of course, going up to the Premiership, they probably got walloped every week. But to say that it wasn't a fairy tale that they nearly won the league, it totally was. Because it was done on a really, really small budget. And yeah, they were picking up the best part-time players in the league. But just to go back to what you said about having like a separate league for professional teams and for part-time teams, you know, uh, John, again, correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably not out with the realms of possibility. Say Falkirk were to absolutely shite themselves this season and not win the league, right? Which I know doesn't look very likely just now. But Falkirk can't keep sustaining full-time no, football no, it's, it's in League One. This is it's the last season for them. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, hybrid next. If we don't go up this season, so, I think we're going to have to go hybrid next. So, yeah. so Falkirk would presumably, one of those teams that you're talking about, there would be a welcome addition to the sort of higher leagues in Scottish football. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. But they would be excluded from it because they've got part-time players. Is that what you're saying? Well, well, let, yeah, but... So there needs to be a... So you can't just have a blanket, that's just for full-time teams, that's just for part-time teams. You need to have some sort of ability to move within. And I think it would be unfair, you know, I wouldn't say this very often, I think it would be unfair for a team like Falkirk to be excluded if they were just part-time. And I would say the same if it was any team. I mean, it's a bigger pick, it's a bigger debate, and us two idiots and producer John are not going to solve the problems of Scottish football. But I think we all agree, and I think the vast majority of Scottish football fans agree, we need a bigger top division. Do you, do you know what I love? Top two. Do, uh, do you know what I love as well? Every single, every time they were like, we listen to the fans, we want the fans. Oh, they never do. They never do. No. And because the first thing that fans say, and I don't know if Celtic and Rangers fans feel this way. I genuinely don't. They probably love it, obviously, having the four games against each other every single season. But the one thing that every single fan of every other team says, it's boring playing the same teams all the time. Correct. Boring. They actually moan in England when they have to play each other three or four times because they just happen to meet each other in the cup. Precisely. And they moan about that. Well, well imagine playing Man City four times a season in the league. Exactly. And then you've got the cup as well on top of that. You could, then you could get them in the cup. You could, you know, various why other don't, things. I mean, why, why don't we look at the Premier League, right? There's 20 clubs in that league. And there are... A bit of dross in there uh, as well. But it makes for a more entertaining league. So when Liverpool come around to play Man United, it's a proper event because it doesn't happen that often. Yep. It happens maybe three times if you're lucky because of cup competitions. But to go back to what you were saying is the TV deal now is dependent pretty much on, on four, four games. Celtic and Rangers games because they've designed it that way so that that's the only thing that they're interested in. The Premier League's a perfect example, whereas if they'd taken the same tact 
25, 30 years ago, whatever it was, and they were just like, right, we just want Liverpool to play Man United all the time. Aye. Or we want Arsenal to play Man United all the time because they're the big clubs and that's all anyone's interested in. Like, fuck everyone else. Yeah. Like, what the Premier League have done uh, is an actual model for everyone else. And now La Liga and um, German uh, Serie A, German yeah. football, they're trying to catch up now because they they, they were using the Scottish model Aye. of just focusing on the big teams. When actually, see, if you focus on everyone, it generates interest for the entire league. So it doesn't matter if, uh, say, West Ham are playing, I don't know, Spurs. You know, Spurs were mid-table fodder yeah. 20 years ago, like skittering around, finishing 13th and stuff. Yeah. West Ham, Tottenham, you're more likely to watch that now. Oh, totally. 100%. Just, just because, oh, that's a big game. That there's, and yeah, there's the money side and all the rest of it without getting into that, which is obviously play, plays a big factor. But the, to go back to what you said originally at the start of this conversation, nothing will change because Celtic and Rangers don't want it to change because no. it suits them just now. Can also, and that's the, we, that's we, the we, we mentioned it at the top of the show and I did my happy dance. Shanklin scoring the winner against Hibs. Sky put the video up. Over six million people watched the clip of Shanklin scoring that goal. There's an audience there. There's an audience there for those games, out with Rangers and Celtic. More people watched Shanklin's winner than they did seeing the winning goal for Celtic against Rangers. That just says it all. Says it tells you everything you need to know. The problem is Celtic and Rangers don't want it. And I think the day will come, maybe not now, We've been the next 10 years, possibly. I do think we will see a massive change in Scottish football. And I do think we'll see an extension to the top division. I uh, think it needs it. And and the thing is, as well, the, just final on this, there's obviously a lot of flack aimed at, like, Neil Doncaster and the SFA and stuff like that as well. But ultimately, if the teams want change, they will get change because it's the teams who make the decision, the Correct. clubs that make the decision. It's nothing to do with Neil Doncaster. Neil Doncaster implements what the clubs vote for. And this is what the clubs want just now. So if the clubs want change, then go ahead and do it. And it will take someone with a bitty backbone to actually stand up and change. I was working on the real radio football phone in, in the noughties, mm-hmm. right? And I, all right, very good. And I was at Hamden. I was at Hamden on the day that 10 clubs resigned. Led by John Yorkston, the Correct. former Dunfermline chairman. 100%. And... The 10 clubs resigned from the Scottish Premier League and I was there that afternoon when the announcement was made and we all went up the stairs and we were stood in our room at Hamden and every single one of those 10 chairmen walked through the door and they stood in front of us and went, that's it. That was the moment where they could have taken control and they shat it. That yeah. was the moment well, where we could have seen a change to Scottish football and think, they shat it. Uh, I think uh, there's probably... Probably a book could be written about what happened at that time as well. I'm sure yeah. plenty of things happened behind the scenes. So, um, and, and I doubt we'll ever know no, what actually happened. No. So, um, anyway, uh, we'll leave that to one side because we need to move on to League Two because we've been joined. Oh, have we? By Mr. President himself. Joe Biden is back after the Christmas break. Joe Biden, take it away. Happy New Year, Ewan and Stephen. I'm back, baby, and what a time to be alive. The Warriors are 14 points clear at the top of the league after they beat those bridey lovers forfeit to 2-1. And my man, Gregor Buchanan, was amongst the goals. Spartans went second after beating the fish lovers. Petter Head and Jobby McCall got a win for Clyde in a great game against Bon Eric Rose, which ended 3 to two, meaning the bully we won their first game in 12. Dumbarton half started to falter a bit 
as they were beaten by East Fife while Stranraer made the long trip to Elgin, only to get beat to 2-1. Anyway, gonna love you and leave you now as I have just pooped my pants. <laughs> See you next week, guys. See you later, Joe. Elgin. He's been on the gin. <laughs> Elgin. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, let's move on and talk about some transfers, shall we? The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Who's your source? There's no VAR in the lower league, so VAR WTF is suspended for now. Um, So let's talk about the January transfer window is open and clubs are preparing to get their wee scarfs out and get their printing machines ready for printing that person's name on the back of their strip. So... Let's go through some of the rumours and who's your source, you and Cameron? What have you heard? Well, what I've heard are um, Hearts are looking very lightly to sign Ross County star Jan Danda. Yes. Which I think would be a very good... scored a cracking free kick against yeah. him a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Uh, Kilmarnock have also shown an interest in the player. However, Naismith has his, has his eye on the progress of the player. Uh, Jan is one of a number of county players that have handed in a transfer request. So, I know that Hearts are very keen on Jan Danda, but also know Hearts are very keen on... Armstrong at Kilmarnock and the reason that Danda is is also being linked with Kilmarnock because Kilmarnock expect Armstrong to go and they're looking at Danda to replace Armstrong but I think that Kilmarnock will miss out on Danda and they may lose Armstrong as well and both Armstrong and Danda could end up at Hearts in this January transfer window if not both one of them will, will definitely be at Hearts this window and then probably in the summer we'll look at whoever Who's your source? Uh, I can't tell you my source. Right, okay. Uh, Lauren Shanklin, there are three to four clubs currently interested in the striker. Rangers, Norwich and Sunderland. The other team that's apparently interested are Celtic. Now, would he get in the Celtic team? Probably not. So the chances of him going to Celtic are slim to none because he clearly wants to get into the Euro 2024 squad. He'll want to be playing in a team that's going to be playing on week in and week out. Would he get a game at Rangers? 100%. Would he get a game at Norwich? Yes, they need a goal scorer. Sunderland, they need a goal scorer as well so I think he'd get a game at Rangers Norwich and Sunderland will he be a Hearts player on February the 1st now I put this question to our listeners on Twitter four and a half thousand people cast their vote and 60% of the fans who voted don't think he'll be at Hearts on February the 1st that's because it's all Rangers fans who follow you on Twitter who well it's not all Rangers fans who follow me on Twitter majority I've got nearly 50,000 people follow me on Twitter and the majority are not Rangers fans uh, the holy eyebrows yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's your source for that one uh, no source right okay no source right, okay. Um, I don't reveal my sources right okay uh, so Shanklin will he be a Hearts player in February the 1st John what do you think I think he will I think he will as well. Okay, I hope he is. Uh, Dundee and Dundee United are both in talks with Ross County striker Simon Murray about a potential move. Now, I know that Steve Cowan, who we work with on the Big Saturday Football Show, is a big fan of Simon Murray. Former Hibs and Aberdeen striker, yeah. Former Hibs and Aberdeen striker. So Simon Murray could be on his way to Dundee or Dundee United. He's played with both of them before, I think I'm right in saying. Has he? I think so, yeah. Let me double He's definitely you, played you with check Dund- that. He's definitely played with Dundee United. Okay, check that one for because us. Because he was about to sign with Dunfermline and then Dundee United offered them more money. And oh, then he okay. Uh, and Motherwell are looking at a possible deal for, uh, deal for Curtis Main. Dundee are also keeping an eye on the strike. I do like Curtis Main. He has played with both Dundee and Dundee United. He was on loan at Dundee. Okay, well, he might Hibs. be turning up there okay. again. Who's your source for that one, by the way? I can't tell you. Oh, right, okay. uh, goalkeeper Jurgen Klinsmann. Sorry, no, Jonathan Klinsmann. Goalkeeper Jonathan Klinsmann, son of the legendary German striker Jurgen 
is on Hibs radar as you look to bring in a goalkeeper yeah, this window. Yeah, I read they were uh, going to bring in a goalkeeper. I wonder when he comes out for crosses if he just sort of slides along the ground like that. That'd be better. One of he's a better diver than his dad. Yeah, exactly. Who's your source for that one? Um, the current Hibs goalkeeper. Right, okay. Right. Who's pissed off that he's been linked, that okay. they're linked with I a I think you didn't reveal goalkeeper. your sources. Yeah. What's his name again? Jonathan Klinsman. No, the... David Hibs, Marshall. David Marshall, I Right, okay. Do you think his days are... His, his best days are gone? Yes. Right. He's about 40. Right. Do you think this should be his last season in football? Well, that's up to him. But what do you think? Do you think he's... he's like, is, is, he a, is he a top flight goalkeeper? Or is that day gone? Nah, I mean, I think he's... Well, his best days are quite clearly behind him because he's nearly 40 years old. So, yeah. It, what's, why, is this, why are we playing this music? Do you think I'm a wheeler dealer or something? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And you never reveal your sources. No. Uh, Stephen Alzati has been offered to Rangers as Brighton are keen to move the midfielder on but the club currently aren't interested now I've seen this boy play mm -hmm. he's a decent player but it would appear the Rangers are not that interested who's your source for that? Uh, Clement right, okay. uh, Torino are hoping to beat Rangers to signing of defender Josh Doig they have been in negotiations with Verona and there's been a lot of rumour and chat about Josh Doig the former Hebs fullback who's done well mm -hmm. at Verona but there are clubs in Italy who are keeping an eye on him and also there's a German club as well and Leeds United in the Championship in England are also keeping an eye on Josh Doig so that's one to keep a close eye on Doig, will he be at Rangers or will he go elsewhere? We'll find out in the Rangers the looking for the left-back because it looks like Yilmaz is going, going to be to Verona, yes. which tells me Doig is gone Yes. So Liverpool rejects an approach from Rangers for defender Owen Beck I don't think that one's over with Again, I'm not going to be on my source for that, but they're trying extremely hard to get Owen Beck through the door. But, but the problem for Liverpool is they've got no Simicast, they've got no Robertson, but Robertson is back in two weeks' time. Yeah, but so the problem for the, Owen Beck it, it was, is this: was it not the fact that like Liverpool need him? Well, they need him, but Robertson's back in two weeks' time. But Owen Beck and, and um, what's his name, Gomez has been playing left back and been doing good at left back. The problem for Owen Beck, and this is where an issue is for him. If they play him, for example, on Wednesday against Fulham and then Robertson comes back, he ain't going to be playing any football anytime soon because you can't go and play for three clubs in one season. Well, I think they'll have to play him on Wednesday. They don't have any left backs. No, but Gomez has been playing for the last four games mm -hmm. and Liverpool have won their last four. So it'll be interesting to see if Owen Beck doesn't play on Wednesday, then he will be on his way to Rangers. Okay. So we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Uh, Sam Sa Lammers! Yeah. He's leaving Rangers. Good news there for Rangers fans. He's that, on his well, way out. That is uh, money well spent. What was it? Four million they spent on Lammers? He's going on loan. He's only been there three months and he's out on loan already. Nottingham Forest are happy to listen to Celtic uh, as they await an offer for Scott McKenna. The Rangers have also said to be interested, which is surprising because I think if they go it's for McKenna, a, that means it's not... He's, I don't think he's a fan of Sewer. It's a contractual dispute that McKenna's in just now, apparently. Yes. But I think McKenna's days at Nottingham Forest are done. It looks like it, yeah. So he might be coming back to Scotland. Now, I think if Rangers are shown an interest, I think that Suter's no got a future at Rangers, which means that Suter may well be on his way. And he clearly wants to get into that Euro 2024 squad. Mm -hmm. It might be good for him to get out on loan, get him back to Hearts, yep. play regularly, week in and week out. If McKenna comes in, that would be my advice. Okay. But I think Celtic will have, will be the favourites for that because was Celtic not in for him when he was Before, at Aberdeen? Before, yeah, exactly. But they wouldn't pay what Nottingham Forest were. 
yeah, so to pay. Aberdeen wanted six million and Celtic refused to play, pay it. Yeah, and they, they offered like forward. three million or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wraith Rovers are now reportedly leading the race for Hearts. Andy Halliday. I was also reading that Livingston were also interested in signing Andy Halliday. Wraith but also Andy, apparently Andy, interested in Dom Thomas as well from Queens Park. Oh really? Um, Dundee United also sniffing He's around good. him, I believe, as well. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. There. Okay. So that would be go. a big blow for Queens Park. Um, so we asked you last night uh, on our social media uh, where your squad needs strengthen who would you like to see signing at the club as well GGH says Rangers need to sign Larry Shanks uh, sorry Ewan but at least he'd be going to your second team uh, other than that we need a proper centre midfielder left back and centre back Bob says Rangers need a striker right winger centre midfielder potential left back if Yomaz goes as well I think Shankland isn't happening or we're not interested as nothing has happened yet I think that Hearts don't need to sell I think that Lawrence Shanklin will not rock the boat and unless Rangers or Celtic or anyone for that matter pay what Hearts want, he will not be leaving. And I'm going to say this right now and I want you to look me in the eyes, Rangers fans. You're not getting Lawrence Shank. You're not getting Lawrence Shankland, right? <laughs> not getting Clarence Shankland. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're not getting him. Might get Lawrence Shankland though. You are not signing Lawrence Shankland this window. It ain't happening. He's going to be a Hearts player on February the 1st. He is not going to Ibrox. So all you Rangers fans that tweet me day in and day out that the days are counting down to Lawrence Shanklin being at Ibrox, holding aloft the blue and white scarf, outside Ibrox, inside Ibrox, it ain't happening. Stop dreaming. Move on. Not happening. Dave says for Hearts, the main thing is keeping uh, Shankland. I presume he means Lauren Shankland, not Clarence Shankland. Uh, and then he'd fancy Jan Danda and Ryan Strain. Uh, Fergie says for Celtic, it's more about shipping out Deadwood to free up wages. So move on the likes of Mikey Johnson, uh, James McCarthy, who's apparently doing very well for Celtic B, uh, which is entirely what B teams are meant to be about, uh, playing players who are 34, 35 years old. Um, and also weird signings like uh, Tilio Quan uh, as well. Um, would like a First team keeper uh, and left back in January, but recruitment folk from the last window are still there, so not hopeful. Uh, Will I am, I am. Uh, it says Celtic needs a left back, a goalkeeper, a striker, but the left back would be a top priority. Ultimately, a clear out is probably just as important. Too, too many uh, will never be, I don't know what that says. Well, Celtic are also sniffing around Owen Beck as well so it's not just Rangers they're, they're interested. not going to get Owen Beck in January because he need the, the whole point and I'm coming he would have still been at Dundee if Liverpool wanted to but, but what I'm telling you from what I've heard from your sources, what I've heard your sources, right, right. that if Owen Beck does not play for Liverpool on Wednesday against Fulham He's on his way okay. to another club. Start, sub, sell. It is our football version of Snog, Maria Void. You need to decide which one of the three players you would start and which one you would sub and which one you would sell. So um, it's a bit dated now because we did this before Christmas and I did see someone actually reply to this last night saying, why don't you do this before Christmas? And I was like, well, we did do this before Christmas, but we've not been on since Christmas, so we need to wrap this up. And it was uh, Pigs and Blankets, Roast Potatoes and Turkey. So Claymore Gaming says, start Pigs and Blankets, sub the roasties, sell Turkey. Crikey G says, start the roasties, pigs and blankets, bin turkey, uh, sorry, pigs and blankets would uh, be a sub, and bin turkey, it's dry, overpriced, tasteless. What, turkey? 100% mate, bang I'll on the money there. I always stick to beef, lamb or venison. Venison at Christmas? Well, that's what Clayton Ooh, said. I'm going to have some venison for Christmas. Uh, Darren McKee says, pigs and blankets, start, roast potatoes, sub, turkey, sell, wouldn't thank you for turkey uh, Graham says, start the roast tatties sub the pigs and blankets and sell turkey, because if it was that good we'd be eating that instead of chicken the rest of the year. That's true. I don't think I've ever had venison in my life. You ever uh, had venison? 
Is it not quite a I creamy? have had venison. Well, I think if you cook it properly, I think it's fine. Yeah, I've had venison. Is I don't think I've had that. Stripey Blue says, start turkey. Oh. Sub roast potatoes and sell pigs in blankets. What's wrong with him? Easiest choice ever. What's wrong with you, my man? Craig R says, turkey is overrated. Absolutely bang average. I could happily eat pigs in blankets every day. My local Chinese takeaway does salt and chilli pigs in blankets. Best dish ever. Uh, so start the pig, sub the roasties, sell the turkey. Graham McLean, uh, Graham McLean says, start turkey. Hey. Sub roast tatties. And sell pigs at optimum transfer value to strengthen for the next Christmas dinner. <laughs> uh, the, the one and only Gail B says, start turkey, sub roast potatoes and sell pigs in blankets. Easiest choice. Um, That's bizarre. Derek FM says, roast potatoes to start turkey on the bench and pigs in blankets sold. I think pigs in blankets are overrated and I'd happily have a bowl of roast potatoes with a top of gravy watching the TV as a snack if the <laughs> missus wouldn't judge me. So... Uh, the votes are in, and it looks like for next Christmas, you're starting pigs in blankets. Good. You're subbing roast potatoes. Okay. And you're binning the turkey. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So, this week's contenders for Start Sub Sell. You mentioned your horror movies earlier on, so you and Cameron, it's over to you. Yes, so Start Sub Sell. Those of you who listen to the podcast will know that I love a horror movie, and I've recommended some big horror movies um, <laughs> over the last few months. And uh, just to remind you, go and watch X and Pearl. It's uh, two movies of a trilogy. And one of them's a 70s porno. No, it's based on a no, yeah, they're, 70s they're make, porno. Pearl. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, dead yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're going to stay on the horror movie theme. Right. So start subsell. We need classic horror. Horror movie characters. So let's 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 list Freddy off some. Kruger. Right, Kruger, right, that's one we could consider. Michael okay. Myers. Michael Myers. Right, okay, yeah. Producer John get involved in this. Uh, Who else is there? Chucky. 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 And Chucky's pish. No, Right. Who else is there? Uh, Pe- Pennywise. Pennywise from it. The uh, boy for saw. Who? The boy J- for saw. Jigsaw for saw. Jigsaw, yeah. Jigsaw. Uh, and what about uh, What's the guy with the pins in his head? Pinhead. Or oh, Pinhead. <laughs> uh, and Damien, we could have. Yeah. Damien yeah. for the woman. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, if you're talking like ultimate sort of, you know, nah. evil characters, I mean, he's literally the son of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's he's quite high up, I would say. Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Chucky, Pennywise, Jigsaw, Pinhead, Damien. Anyone else, anyone else we missing there? Uh, Classic horror characters. I mean, nobody dresses up as Damien. People dress up, and all those characters we've got there, people dress up as Pinhead, Jigsaw, Pennywise, Chucky, Michael Myers. Richard Hillman for Coronation Street. (laughs) (laughs) I think Richard Hillman should go in there. He's a a horror character. I love you! As he drove it into the canal. Anyone else? Oh, Jason! Jason? From Friday the 13th. Jason. Jason With a hockey mask. The hockey, hockey mask. Yeah. Right, so we need to narrow this down to, to three. To three, okay. Right, I, I think Michael Myers has to be in there. I think Michael Myers is an absolute, like, go-to. Has to be. So he he's he's in the list? Aye. Okay. I think Michael Myers is in there. We've Michael also Myers. missed the scream, scream mask. Yeah, nah. nah no, nah. you're not going for that. Um, I think Freddy Krueger should be there. Oh, right, Freddy. Right, right. well, so we're all in agreement. So, yeah. we, need, so we're happy with Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. And Richard Hillman. No, we're not having Richard Hillman. <laughs> Wait, we should have Richard Hillman in. No, we're Why not. Why not? No. 
Because that'll just get binned. That's he, too easy. He kidnapped Gail Platt and the kids. Yeah. Remember they played that You and Me song by the Water Dies? It was on a constant loop on his car. Yes! He was driving into the canal. No, we're Very not having that. Wait, we need to have Richard Hillman in. No, we're not having Right, Richard no, Hillman. well, you, you've picked... No, I didn't pick anyone. We have to come to an agreement here. So yeah, vote. so we've come to an agreement. Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger no, and Richard Hillman. No, you're not agreeing for me. I've got an opinion on my own. Aye, but I want, I want Richard Does Hillman. Does it you want Richard Hillman? This is a, a, a democracy. It's not a dictatorship. Right, well, let's have a vote then. Richard Hillman in. Yes or no, John? Yes. I say yes, it's in. Oh, f- Right, so we've got our three for next week. We've got best horror characters ever. Ever. Start, Michael, sub, sell. Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Richard Hillman. Well, I'm selling Richard Hillman. Why are you selling Richard Hillman? Is, uh, I can't believe you put him on the list. So he nearly killed Gail Platt. I love you! Driving into the canal. Well, why didn't we put in what's her name who killed Barry for EastEnders? Janine. Exactly. I'm, ha- wait, I'm happy to put Janine in. Well, what, what, I t- <laughs> no, no, no. I'll let, I'll, wait, wait, wait. Let's change it, right? Let's do proper horror characters, and then next week we do soap stars. Oh, I like that. We'll do murderers when it comes to soap stars. So oh, you'll have Janine, you'd have Richard Hillman, and you can maybe pick somebody for Dallas or Dynasty or something like that. Right, or for the old folk, from, yeah. from, Or something right, from... Right, okay, right. Fair, fair enough, we can do that then. We next can, week, we'll do that next week. We'll, we'll do soap villains next week. Soap villains are a good one. Soap villains right. next week. Okay. Right. Uh, this week, so who are we getting in? Michael, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and then you can pick who you want. Because I, I know what I'm going for already. I think it's, be- for me, I think it's between Pennywise and Chucky. <sighs> Who do you want? But they're clowns. You're, do you want Jigsaw? I'd say Jigsaw, like, you know, if if you're if you're going into detail, Jigsaw ultimately is an intelligent man, highly intelligent, who has thought up all of these sadistic things. And it's brutal. And it's brutal. Like, you know, mm. um either the only way to get this key is to saw off your leg and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I, I I think Jigsaw... I mean, it's up to you. It's up to you, because... I mean, I think for me, it's between Chucky, Pennywise and Jigsaw. Right. Well, Producer we... John, what would you go for out I those see, three? I think Jason's the classic horror character. I think he's too slim in Michael Myers. All right, okay. All right, I guess Michael? So. <laughs> I, Michael? No, I, I think Jigsaw, because we need a modern one for the, the young team in there, I think. Right, let's do that. I mean, yeah. Michael, Michael Myers, they've remade Halloween about That's 17 true. times. And Pennywise. Then, uh, yeah. No, 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 I'm, I'm happy to go with Jigsaw. Oh, okay. So right. those are the three. All right, okay, well, I, it's an it's a open and shut case for me. Um, so I'm going to go start Michael Myers. I think he's your absolute go-to. You can shoot him and he gets back up again. He falls off roofs. Falls off roofs. He's virtually indestructible. Um, so and he's been going around for decades now and, and he it, dressed up as a ghost did you see in the first movie dressed up as a ghost totally and she thought it was a boyfriend that Michael, came and dressed as a ghost Michael yeah um, so I, I think I think Michael Myers is even after all these years at the top of his game um, that's William Shatner that mask is it they, 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 they didn't know what to do to, to give him a mask and that was a William Shatner mask for Star Trek I did not know that there you go so I think you you have to start Michael Myers. He's your like you know he's your thirty goal a season guy. So um, he he's he, you're, you're you're starting him. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Who are you taking off the subs bench? I'll put Jigsaw. A wee oh, bit, someday bring it on for a wee bit of trickery at the end, right? Obviously to <laughs> uh, to unlock the defence. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Jigsaw in there, and I think Freddy Krueger is oh, he's he's off art and no shite. So um, there you go. That's what I'm going for. I'm going Michael Myers, Jigsaw, and Freddy Krueger starts up sale. 
I'm going Michael Myers to start, Freddy Krueger on the bench, and Jigsaw to sell. Jigsaw to sell. What okay. about you, producer John? What are you going for? Uh, Krueger to start. Oh, really? Jigsaw on the bench, Myers, get him out of the club. What? Oh, no! Yeah, no having Myers. He is like the iconic. He's, he's like Erling Haaland. <laughs> like he's, he's huge, he's indestructible. Yes. He scores, he, he, like he scores for fun. I mean, he never misses. He never misses. He never exactly. misses. Give him an opportunity, and <laughs> yes. he'll stick the knife in like nobody else. So I'm afraid Michael Myers has to be the starter. Right, it's for up me. to you, though. It is. It's, it's at Big Football Scott. Yeah. So get in touch on Twitter, and you can also get us on YouTube as well. You can leave your comments there. But at Big Football Scott, we'll stick a post up later on this week. And remember, you can watch our mugs on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Twitter as well the video is yes. there you can watch back all the way to the start of the season pretty much as well just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube as well and Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the air every single night in vision from 6 o'clock and on your FM radio on 102.5 Clyde One as well elsewhere every single Saturday we are on there from 2 o'clock myself Ewan Cameron and former Hibs and Aberdeen striker with the big Scottish football show and that is from 4th one West FM, TFM, MFR and Northside One. So wherever you are in the country, you can listen. You can also listen on your smart speaker as well. Okay, uh, it's time for a first call with the main man this year is Jose Col Tongo. Jose, 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 Jose. I'm just looking at the time. Jose. I think this is a good time. I think it's a good time as well. I think we should get He was him. meant to be in with us just before Christmas, but he had to go to Aberdeen, so couldn't be here. I know, exactly. Hopefully he'll pick up the phone. I wonder what his favourite horror character is. I hope we get to find out. Oh, it's not looking great. No. He normally picks up within three or four rings. I know. Hope he's okay. Oh, Jose. 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 We have to leave a message, I think, mate. Or unless he's changed his number. Probably. Hi, this is Jose. Can't come on the phone right now. Leave me a message. Thank you. Can't take your call right like now. Throat. Just leave your message after the tone. When you're done, press hash or just hang up. Hi, Jose. It's you and Stephen here from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. We hope you're well. You probably didn't the answer because you got the lurgy because it's been around a bit. Been, everyone's been getting it. We just Aye. wanted to say Happy New Year, Jose. We yeah. hope your festivities went well. Yeah. And everyone's okay. Yes. And uh, we'll switch again next week. Yes. Hopefully. And we, we do want to get you into the studio do, yeah. at some point this year. Exactly. So take care, my friend. We love you dearly. And we'll hopefully speak to you next Monday. Okay. Bye bye. And uh, when we do phone you next Monday, can you have a think about what's your favourite horror character? Cheers, mate. And soap villain as well. And soap villain. Okay. Cheers. Play the chant, John. John, play the chant. Play the chant. Well, play we're the on. chant. Jose, 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 Jose. Right then, it is time for Scottish footballs. What are we at now? Scottish footballs, even harder, hardest question. The answer to it is in here, and I can tell you the question is um, if I can find the sheet where I've written it down somewhere here. Okay, here we are. I've got it. So it's Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. It's a really hard Scottish football question, okay. and you need to tell me what it is. It needs to be the answer that is written down within this sealed envelope. It is sealed, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to put it in my special place so that nobody finds it, okay? So get your answers in. I, I big football, Scott. I want you to sign the sealed side of it. Okay. Right. Do you know the, the bit that folds over? I want you to sign that bit. Okay. 
That's fine. I'll sign up. So just now, got to say, those um, of you listening, I've been excellent at getting the answer right to this question. You have been very good. Very I mean, good. I, I think it's people are taking this a lot more seriously than what I thought they would be. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Very good. Um, one of my mates uh, lost a relationship to one of them last <laughs> year. Um, so this is the first Scotch football's even harder, hardest question this year. Go on. What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? <laughs> What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? The band. Obviously. Scotland's most expensive footballer. Right. I don't want to say too much just yet. So so you actually, there's a couple of bits you need to work out here. You first of all need to work out who Scotland's most expensive footballer is. I think it's him. Okay. Can you see what I've written there? Right. Is that true? I'm not going to shout it out because I want people to work out for themselves. No. That's a lie. You've got that wrong. No, I don't. You've got that wrong. No, no I don't. This he, was, is... he was sold for nine million. It's not Craig Gordon. He was sold for nine million. Tell me another Scottish player. Say, what was the question again? What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? Scotland's most expensive footballer. So it's not someone who's transferred from Scotland elsewhere. It's just Scotland's most expensive footballer. No, th- this person is Scottish. Yeah, no, but they weren't transferred from Scotland to uh, another country. You need to work that out. Scotland's most expensive footballer, transfer-wise. Yes, and Dexy's Midnight Runners. What is the connection? At Big Football, Scott, you can get your theories, you can get your suggestions in, you can get your answers in as well. It's not Craig Gordon at 9 million when he went to Sunderland. No, nowhere near it. There's loads of other Scottish players sold for more. Loads. A Scottish player sold for more than 9 million? Yes, yeah. sir. Of course there is. Ewan, Kieran Tierney. Oh, yeah. He, he is, he's the most expensive Scottish footballer. If I'm not wrong, I think he is the most expensive. I don't think, is he? What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? Is it Tierney? It's Scottish football's harder, hardest question. Get your answers in. The answer is in this envelope. It needs to be the answer that is in this envelope. I've signed it. I have dated it. So it cannot be changed. It cannot be unsealed. Texas Midnight Runners and Kieran Tierney. What's the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexy's Midnight Runners? Tierney went for 24, 25 million. Is he definitely the most expensive player in Scottish football history? I can't think of anyone that's went for a bigger fee than Kieran Tierney. Just no, there's, there's not. There's not. There's not. Because it would be a modern day player. Mc- yeah. McTominay's not went and transfer. No. John McGinn no. Is, will probably go on to break it potentially. Yeah. But no. no Currently, he's... you're right. I think you're right. Uh, what was Robertson? Oh, he's 7 million Gilmore, to Liverpool. Gilmore was what? 8 million? 10. Was it 10? 10 million to. So more than Craig Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking from Scotland. But even then, Tierney went from here to Arsenal. Don't, don't, don't get bogged down in that. Right, okay. Is what I'm saying is, don't get bogged down in where they transfer to and from. It's just it's who's the most... Most expensive Scottish football player of all time. Okay. And Dexy's Midnight Runners. What is the connection? <laughs> it's Scottish football's even harder... Is Kieran Tierney's missus called Eileen? <laughs> 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 right. Get your answers in. And we'll see how you go with that one. See how long... Because the longest it's lasted so far is two weeks, which I was really disappointed about. Jackie Wilson 
was another song that they sang. Oh, is it something to do with Jackie Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I can't give you anything else. That's a good question. I like that. Yeah, that's gonna be, I'm going to be racking my brains now all day about that. Exactly. Right, so uh, get your thinking caps on, get your theories in, and it is time for our first quiz of 2024 between myself, Stephen Mill, and you and Cameron. But we need a quiz master, and that is producer John. Welcome along. Hello. Hi. Right, okay, so... Um, are we st- is it 14 14 5? Is that definitely, definitely it? Definitely right. Okay. 14 5, because you won the last one before. Okay, right. 2024, it's a new start, it's a new new Let's year, and uh, the comeback win. starts but today. You know what, you and maybe you should think it, you know how managers go, win the second half, go out there and win the second half. Love maybe it. That's how you should think about it. This Love year. it. Yeah. Love it, mate. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Pit, 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 some questions out with of Scotland. Correct. Just mix it up a bit. Okay. Football's a world game, and we all watch football from different leagues all over the weekend. So let's just do football around the world right. every week from yeah, here on okay, in. Okay, no problem. Do you want to explain the rules, Stephen? Uh, yes, it's a penalty shootout style quiz. We'll take it in turns. Yeah. Five questions. We can get a top bin question that's worth two points, and whoever has the most at the end wins. Yes, simple as that. Can we flip a coin? Oh, yeah. The 20 pence piece is in there. That's what it is. I can I flip it? Yeah. I'll, wait, I'll let you choose heads or tails. There we go. What do you want? Heads. Heads never. Heads. Heads it is. And I'll go first. Go you first, Stephen. I'll go first. It's going to go first. No problem. Right. Sure, 20 first feet. one of 2024. Here we go, boys. Right. You just stop doing that. That was him. Why you... Any noise or any any issues on the show, you blame me straight away. It was him. It's usually you. Right, right okay. Stephen, you're Behaving first. class. Right, here we go. Right, Stephen. Yeah. The wasps are the nickname of which Scottish club? <laughs> it's Aloha. Jeez. Athletic. Yeah. Nice easy one to get you into the new year. There you go. You in? Uh-huh. Four for play their home games at which stadium? Oh, my God. How do you not know this? I reckon I could tell you every ground in Scottish football. I, I, do you know what I think I could? It's, I as well, pretty easy. Even Forfar's one, if you think about it. I sometimes forget the name of my children. So what's the chance of me remembering the name of a football club that I've got no interest in? Just thank you, Forfar. Is it, the, is it the Amex? No, it's not the Amex. The Amex Stadium. <laughs> the Amex Stadium. Wow. Forfar moved to Brighton in the last what? three weeks. No, is it not Amex like... are sponsoring Forfar. No, no, is it not something that begins with an A or something? Or um, no. Forfar? Yeah. Do they have a stadium? Yes. Of course they have a stadium. Uh, a great wee stadium. I've been many times. It's a good day we do. It is. Forfar's a good day. I see because... Do you know what the best away day for me is? Montrose is a great away day. I don't give a shit about it's, your it's great a, days out and away from home with these pissy wee clubs. It's a wee bit far away, Montrose. Because you two support teams that skitter around the lower leagues, right? You enjoy your wee days out to these clubs. I've not got a clue. Do you right? know that the Forfar oh. McDonald's is the busiest in Scotland? Good fact. The far from McDonald's is the busiest is in Scotland. Is that one not on the, the carriageway? It's on the A90, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good fact. You'd that never have learned that fact. if we weren't talking about Forfar. Great McDonald's. Anyone famous come from Forfar? What was the question again? I see I went to uni who's on... 
John, I'm not interested about your life story. Just tell me what the question was. Are you the quiz master? No, what's, you're what's shut your for face. stadium call? Shut your face and ask him. Not John. difficult. I'm not listening to you. David what? Taylor, former um, SFA chief executive oh, from really? Forfa. Yeah. Obviously, he got lawyers on me. It's a story. It's a story for another day. I, I, I don't know what it was about, but he was right. He got, <laughs> I, I got a lawyer's letter from him. Um, go and say the question again. Oh my god! Four for play their home games at which stadium? I hate this quiz. There's no. A this lot. this quiz is set Let's up to me. This start. quiz has set is set up to make me look like an absolute dickhead. Remember what we had the correspondence from earlier on the show about being sporting you. Yeah, exactly. Just answer the question. Yeah, exactly. Because there's not there's not very many famous Fourth people. Bank. Fourth Bank. Fourth Bank. Because Forfar's really famous for being on the banks of the river. <laughs> I wonder. Hmm. And Marshall has saved! Yes! Right, it was Station Park. Station Park, which obviously. Which actually, ironically, is the furthest football... I don't know if it still is, but it used to be the furthest away from a train station. Yeah, we're bored now, John. Right, okay, Patrick Abercrombie was from Forfar, and he was the physician of King James the Seventh. Right. right, I'm going to say this right now. Right. Let's just do the quiz, because if we can take You took ages nonsense, for it. You were taking know. ages. I'll, I'll, I'll leave now. Well, right. I'll I'll leave that's now. fine by me. Right. I'll leave now if you right. just carry on with this Right, pish. Stephen. Right. You're up next. Yeah. How many Scotland internationals play for Sheffield United? How many Scotland internationals oh, play God, for Sheffield God. United? I know this. How is he getting these easy questions? Wait, these are, no, this, this isn't is easy. This is Offer things I know. This is, this is things I know, right? I know these things, right? These, these are, are two questions that these are piss easy. I, I think. Wait, don't know. I need to think about it. No, I need to think about it. Oh, you're just... You're just. You've got Ollie McBurney. You're milking it. Is it just Ollie McBurney? John Fleck as well. He plays with them. Is there anyone else? Ollie McBurney, John Fleck. I'll go two. Two final answer? Yeah. You're correct, John Fleck and Ollie. Put your phone, phone away. What are you my, doing? My wife just phoned me. Right. I just need to take a break. Hold on. I hung up. I thought you were still working. I am still working. I'm on the podcast and so are you. What's up? Mm. Ask Teresa. Nothing. Where, I won't embarrass where... you. Sorry? I won't uh, embarrass you. Oh, no. Please do, Teresa. No, I'll speak to you later. <laughs> Is it something to do with the dog? No. No. Josh? No, nothing. I'll speak to you later. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, can you just hold on a wee second? I'm just getting a question in my ear. Hold on. Go ask Teresa where Forfar play their home games. Teresa, where do Forfar play their home games? Forfar? I don't know. Forfar, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. I mean, <laughs> a categorically correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you actually, you actually yeah. answered it more better than I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They do play their home games in Forth. Okay. That right. is, I'll right. phone you back in about 10 minutes. Bye. Right. When are you at work? I'm not telling you where I work. No, when are you going to work? <laughs> All right, I'm on my lunch break. Oh, you're on your lunch break. When do you finish lunch? At 5 to 1. All right, okay, I'll phone you back as soon as we're done here. It won't be long okay. because I'm getting cheated in the quiz. All right, bye. Okay. Bye. 
Is anyone else intrigued about this embarrassing situation? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the embarrassing situation? <laughs> and what does Theresa do for a job? <laughs> Those should be the next two questions for you, and I think. Right. Right. The fact you don't know what your own wife does is a job <laughs> is a bit worrying as well. Right. Okay. Right, sorry. Right, who we at? Right, so Question number two for you. Right, you in. Oh, mm-hmm. God, he's getting bored about this one. Who is currently the top scorer in Scotland's top leagues? Who is currently the top scorer in Scotland's top leagues? So that's all divisions. Yes. All for, again, again, unbelievable. 42 clubs in Scotland. There's all the <sighs> top goal scorers in four of those leagues, though, Ewan. I don't actually think it's somebody in the Premier League. Is it? Is it Shankland? I don't think it is Shankland. He's he scored quite a lot of goals this season. I know. He is a top goal scorer in the Premiership. He is that in the league. He scored 13 goals in the league. He is top goal scorer. I think Tavernier second. So who would it be? Is there who's um, would it be? Who's at Dundee United? Tony Watt possibly. See if you think of players that have scored lots of goals. Yeah. Who's the, who's, the, who's the boy at Wraith Rovers that keeps scoring goals? Uh, is it Tony Watt? He scored a hat trick the other day there against. He plays with Dundee United. Doesn't play with Wraith I know. Um, would it be Tony Watt? It's not Louis Mokes. He's not scored in a while. I'm going to go with Tony Watt. Last final answer. Tony Watt, final answer. Yeah. And Marshall has saved! Yes! I don't actually know the answer. Do you not know the answer to this no. one, Stephen? No. no. Roman Burrell for Cove Rangers. Is it? Scored 17 goals this what? season. I including mean... eight in, in consecutive games and two hat tricks. <laughs> Where the four far play? Who's the best scorer in the leagues in Scotland? And, it, and somebody for Cove Rangers? How's anybody going to get that? Right, okay. Stephen's question. Right. The Divine Ponytail was the nickname of which player? See, we've mixed it up. We're going a wee bit more. I know the answer to this as well. I'm going to write it down. Just a shame you lost the coin toy, sir. That's See, three of the goat. I've written it down. So... See, this is a wee bit before my time. But you know the answer, don't you? Because I can see it in your face. But the answer's Roberto Baggio. <laughs> of course it is. That's 3-0 to me. I've got all your questions. Right. You, you need to either go top bin here or you need to get it right. I'm going to go for just a normal question, just okay. to keep myself really? in it. Yeah, I have really? to. Okay, right, okay. That gives me a chance to win it with the next question, though. Quite on a similar kind of vein, you in. Uh-huh. What was the nickname of Manchester United striker Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? What was his nickname? Was it something like the Boy Assassin or something? The, 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 the oh. The, the. The baby, baby faced ass- Oh, is it baby faced assassin? Final answer, baby faced. Yes. Assassin. Yes. Good, I'm still in it. Three one, three one. But this is for Stephen to win it. No, it's not because I can go top bin. Oh, that's true. That is true. To get two points. Right. Bit of a who am I question now for you, Stephen? <laughs> Which Cunt Rangers player played for Hanover, Werder Bremen, and Wigan? Which current Rangers player played for Hanover, Werder Bremen, and Wigan? Eh? Who would that be? Is it Leon Balogun? 
Bare en Ja. Yeah. Right, you're top bin. You need to go top bin. I here. know, I need to go top bin to make it 4 3. Go. Right. If I get this wrong, it's done, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Go. Who? Stop your giggling. It puts <laughs> me off. I can't help it. I can't help it. Who is Scotland's third top scorer of all time behind Dennis Law and Kenny Dalgleish? <sighs> you laughed at me earlier on this year when. I didn't know that John McGinn had overtaken Kenny Miller or something as a Scottish top goalscorer. So Scotland's third. Yeah. Behind Dennis Law and Kenny Dalglish. Dude, it's not McGinn. It's not McFadden. It's not Gary Caldwell. <laughs> it's not Stephen Caldwell. It's not Jackie McNamara. Paul Devlin. It's not Hamish French. Law. Hamish Law. I'm just about ready to get my bag and go. Remember, it's 2024. It's a handshake to Stephen if he was to win. Exactly. I'm wanting a guard of of honour. You don't tell me what to do or what to say. I'm could, in charge could of you answer destiny, this question please? and I'm in charge of my own destiny and I'm in charge of my own emotions and you can't tell me how I think can you answer the question please like before song. we all sort of just like fade away song. you think you're funny but you're not into dust the third I guess goal scorer for Scotland <laughs> if you give the answer like you're that a big, well. you're a big Scotland supporter well. you yeah. like Scotland you always talk about how much you like Scotland doing well <laughs> And stuff. <laughs> so this should be right up your street. This is a top bin question. That's quite an easy top bin question. No, no. Do you know the answer, Stephen? Do I fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not a clue. I genuinely don't have a clue. I really don't have a clue who this could Thank be. Thank you, players that have scored quite a lot of goals for Scotland, but not yeah, as but not as many as Dennis Law and Kenny Dalglish, but more than everyone else. Right. Um, I just want to get my arse out of here and get my lunch and find out what's wrong with the wife. Um, <laughs> so do and, we, to be honest with you. And what job she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll take you. I'll text you in the WhatsApp group. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go him again. Go go him again. I'm going to go him again. Last final answer. And Marshall is saved. Yes. Just in case it ever comes up again, FYI, it was Huey Gallagher. Huey Gallagher. He scored twenty-four goals. Twenty-four goals. Twenty appearances for twenty-four goals and twenty appearances for Huey Gallagher. What a record that is. A great record, but sorry. Can you play your um, Cheerio music? Because I need to go. No, we need to do the Champions League music first, and I just need no, to say. No, no, just get to the Cheerio yeah, music. I want to get off 2024 on a positive note, and I'm glad to say that I've done that because I've won the quiz. Um, but also, secondly, I don't want there to be ill feeling between us every time I beat you at the quiz, even though it must be getting embarrassing at this stage because it is, what, 15 5 or something. Um, so that that is bad. But what I would say is there's another chance next week for you to redeem yourself yeah. and then we can all be happy yeah. mm-hmm. and be friends. Have you done? Are you finished? And there's your wee bag there. Right. Are, are you finished?
your bottle's too big for your bag. Yeah, but are you finished? You need another bag. Right. But you... I, I've, I've, been saying for, I've been saying for months that bag's too small. And look, you can't even fit the bottle. Are you finished? You can't your... even fit a bottle of juice. You can't... <laughs> look, you can't even fit a bottle of water in it. The bag's too small. Right, there he goes. See you later. Are you, you going to give me a guard honor there? Are you waiting there for the guard honor? No, okay, right, he's away. That's you in a way. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much uh, for watching, for listening, and uh, you can join us next time on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I've been Stephen Mill, he's Ewan Cameron, he's away there. And uh, you can leave your comments, of course, on YouTube as well for Start Sub Sell. It's a horror special this week. And also, we have Scottish Football's even harder, hardest question. What is the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer ever and Dexy's Midnight Runners? Get your answers in on that Big Football Scott and on YouTube as well. Clydeman Super Score continues every single weekday from 6pm taking your calls and me and you will be back with the big Saturday football show at the weekend cheerio bye we're back next week